Okay, so my very first podcast. I ask for your patience as uh, this is new to me. It's something I've wanted to do for about a year. However, the content that I would have shared a year ago would be quite different than what I hope to share with you today. So one thing that we might be able to relate on is love, maybe some heartbreak, some deception, and maybe some of us are out there dating again after being in long-term relationships. Some of the topics I'm hoping to share on my podcast will include love, heartbreak, betrayal, and dating stories. Yes, how exciting. Putting myself out there again after being in a long-term relationship. It's scary, I'm not gonna lie. So before I get into some of the juicy dating stories that I'm sure you're dying to know, I am going to share something that happened to me back in March of 2020. So I have been in a long-term, or I was in a long-term relationship for 14 years. With the last seven years, we were living on opposite sides of the country, him on the east and myself on the west. So just to let you know, the plan was never to have a long-distance relationship. When I left the relationship seven years prior, I was ending the relationship. However, that person wanted to continue uh, with promises and hopes that we would be living together in a newer, improved version of our relationship. And I didn't want to be looked as a quitter. So I agreed. So long story short, we would embark upon these luxury vacations annually. My happy place to people who know me was the city of Dubai. It's a place that I just loved immensely. This year, I actually didn't feel to go to Dubai. Call it a sixth sense. I just Something didn't feel right, and this is before COVID spread all over the world. Actually, maybe I'm wrong. I think it was slowly starting to get around the world, but the world had not yet shut down. In any case, um, we went to Dubai. It was a two-week trip, not the usual three weeks that we do. Again, I just did not feel right about being there this time. I don't know why. Um, Maybe it was COVID jitters, right? Didn't want to be too far from home. And um, anyways, four weeks, no, sorry, four days into a two-week trip, I discovered that my significant other was going to leave me for someone he had met at work and gotten to know two weeks prior. To the Dubai trip. Crazy, right? So I could laugh about it now, kind of, uh, because I've done the work. Yes, I needed to get a team of, you know, doctors to help put Humpty Dumpty back together again. I guess I'm Humpty Dumpty. Uh, fell off my, my wall in Dubai. I wasn't supposed to find this out until the trip was over and I was back home in Canada. However, I guess my spidey senses were on extra 
while I was there and I could just sense that something was not right. So I did not rest until I got the truth and um, it's not what I was expecting, but here it is. I'm leaving you for someone else. How do you, how do you deal with those words? The exact words actually were, I don't love you. I don't love you the way a husband should love a wife. If I can describe that moment in one word, the word would be shattered. That is how I felt, shattered. When you think about the promises, the broken promises, the broken dreams, the broken hopes for the future, you're just left kind of floored, which I literally was on the floor. He said it was the project manager of his IT team and she just brought a new wave of life back into him. And all I kept thinking was, bitch, you had to bring me all the way to Dubai to tell me this? You just ruined my happy place. How could you? How dare you? The amount of emotions I felt, I can't even probably remember. Anger, rage, sadness, fury, everything. I felt everything. But there was still a part of me that felt bad for him. Because I looked at him like, you are so lost. You have no idea what you're talking about. Listen to yourself. How are you throwing away 14 years for someone that you've known just for a few weeks, for someone that you've only had coffee with. That's it. I'm gonna fast forward this a little bit because this will lead me into another episode that I will cover later on. Everything that took place in Dubai, I believe was divinely orchestrated. It had to happen that way. The old Naz would have booked herself another flight and headed right back home, as I have done previously throughout the 14 years of our relationship. I would change my flight and I would go home. But this Nas knew that, nope, this was it. It's finally done. It's over. I stayed in Dubai for the entire two weeks. He was expecting me to run. And I said, no. We are going to hash through everything right here because when I go back home to Canada, I am not bringing this back with me. Little did I know that was naive to think of that. Of course it's going to come back with me. I just didn't know how much. Fast forward to arriving back home in Canada. I felt like a shell of a person. I can say that... I felt like I lost my identity, but then I questioned myself as to who was I? Who am I? What was my identity? For the longest time, I was living under his shadow. I did what he wanted. All I can say is that I am truly grateful for the network of family support that I received I truly believe it was instrumental and still is to my speedy recovery. I don't know if I'd call it speedy. It's been almost six months now, but
but I'm at a place where I'm able to talk about it without triggering an anxiety attack. One of the people that checked in on me daily with good mornings, how are you? How did you sleep? Did you eat? You know, um, was my cousin who was completing her fourth year residency out in Boston. She was literally a godsend during a time I had no idea what the future held for me. I lost about 13 pounds in a couple of months. My clothes didn't fit. Uh, My eating schedule, my sleeping schedule, everything was amok. My cousin also started me on something called bullet journaling. I had never heard of this. Journaling and taking notes is something that I would do regularly anyways. I started keeping a notepad near my desk and I would write little mantras down and positive affirmations that I would read every morning and every night, really at any time of the day when I would feel an anxiety attack coming on. And I've never had an anxiety attack before. I had no idea what was happening when it was happening until you know my sister would reach out and and I would describe what I was feeling, and and um, they were like, I think you're having an anxiety attack, so, so maybe you should reach out to a doctor. And my response was, I don't get anxiety attacks. That happens to other people, not me. But no, I needed the help, and I was ready to take the help. So not only am I dealing with the end of a 14-year relationship, I'm dealing with my mental, physical, emotional health. I'm also now dealing with the legal issues. What are the repercussions? How is this going to affect me? Do I need to get a lawyer? The quick update on that is yes, I did get a lawyer. She is fantastic. And fortunately, it's been dragging out, as these things do, but I am hoping to have this wrapped soon. I am remaining an optimist. If I can take you back to Dubai for a moment, imagine I enjoyed about four days of my Dubai vacation, then I find out about this ultimate deception. Then I turn on the TV and all I can see is madness around the world toilet paper rush, right? Everyone is going mad to get toilet paper. Dubai was literally a ghost town. Every year I've been there, there's just hordes of people everywhere. And for the first time, it was a ghost town. And I won't lie, I didn't mind it. I could walk up to the Burj Khalifa, I could walk around the Dubai Mall. There was no crowds. And in some places, there was not a soul in sight. I had the whole city of Dubai to myself, and I didn't mind it, especially with what I was dealing with, what I was going through. And my body went into, my body and my mind went into survival mode. Not only am I trying to dodge this deadly virus, I'm kind of living with one in a beautiful suite at the Palace Hotel downtown Dubai, pretending like things are okay when they most certainly were not. I hope that I was able to articulate my experience from a few months ago because 
I'm going to now stop talking about my experience in Dubai and I'm hoping to share more exciting things with you. Exciting things like dating stories, what it's like to date as a 39-year-old woman that has just come out of a 14-year relationship. Dating at this age during this time is a bit terrifying, I'm not gonna lie. However, at the same time, the optimist in me is looking forward to what the next chapter of my life is going to look like, who that's going to include, what I'm going to learn about myself, what I'm going to see. I'm looking forward to all of these things. More than anything, I'm looking forward to experiencing the firsts again. You know what I'm talking about. The firsts. The first time you lock eyes, the first time you hug, the first time you hold hands. Everything. The firsts. It makes me excited for the future. At the same time, it is a bit scary when I hear, you have to kiss a bunch of frogs to find your prince. It's like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Not this game again. With that being said, I will end the podcast here. I thank you for listening to my story, and I look forward to welcoming you on another podcast where I will share some of the interesting dating experiences I have had. Until next time, thank you for joining me, your host Naz, for Evening Tea.